Welcome to Freaky Fauna Friday, where every Friday we take a little time and explore some of the freaks of nature from around the planet we cherish so deeply. So please, jump aboard and let's explore the wilds together. Welcome back to Freaky Fauna Friday. I'm the great and powerful mystery. And I'm Jay. And we're covering all kinds of goodies, but today specifically, we're covering my favorite fossil and my heavy opinions on it. Your favorite fossil? Mm -hmm. This is big. That's big statement there. Mm -hmm. The Triassic Cuddle. Ooh, okay. And there's heavy speculation on it, but I'm going to actually use modern day wombats as an example of what I think actually happened here. Okay. So the two creatures in this are about similar sizes and very, very different. Uh, the fir- it, so this is two creatures, their skeletons are intertwined, but it seems to show no evidence of fighting. So there's that famous one with the uh, protoceratops and the velociraptor. Yeah. They're locked in death and a, and a sand dune fell on them. Right, yeah. Uh, this doesn't show any evidence of that. This actually shows like these two animals are snuggled up against each other. I think you might have shown we, I showed you the videos on it and stuff like, like that. Like the cartoons yeah. and whatnot? Okay. Because some people paint it a really positive and some people paint it like the... Well, the first animal is a proto-mammal. So what that means is it's a creature that's sharing both... Uh, still some tributes to reptiles, but some mammalian stuff. Okay. Uh, so whiskers, you know, th- they were either egg layers or some were given live birth at this time. The specific animal is Atheroxodon, which is... Uh, they're not very big. Uh, large cat. Okay. Both these animals think a large cat. Okay. Uh, 250 million years ago. That's, that's kind of old. Yeah. So it's the end of the Jurassic. Uh, and then Bromeostegii is the amphibian we're going to talk about. So the first one, think of it as more of a fox-like creature. Some people put them with fur. Some people don't. We don't know a lot about the proto-mammals. Because, yeah, all we have is fossils. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of hard to distinguish how far along the line they were between reptile and mammal. Okay. Well, we figure most of them were warm-blooded, just the way their behaviors, uh, how they were acting and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, with the food they were eating. and st- They seemed to be much more active than a lot of reptiles. See, how do they know that stuff? From, like, digestive tracts and stuff like that. What, like they find it in their fossils? Yeah. Okay. Like, you die with poop in you. Do you? Yeah. I always thought when you die, all the poop comes out. Well, yeah, but we're not swallowing whole bones. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, these guys are eating whole things. <laughs> Uh, and Bromeostega is a giant uh, salamander-like amphibian, much more terrestrial. Uh, I'm going to talk about him for a second before. The so, Bromeostega? Yeah. Some people think that the, uh, oh gosh, I get the names mixed up, but the Thraxodon was eating the Bromeostega and dragged it into its den. They are about the same size, and the Bromeostega is, it's got a giant jaw. This is not like a salamander. This is more like a crocodile. Okay. Uh, it is an amphibian, but it's. The big teeth, big jaws. These were when amphibians were just ending their rule. Uh, when they were, you know, they were the mo- monsters. Proto mammals are pretty big too. Uh, but he did have <clears throat> several healing ribs at this time. Uh, so he would have been having trouble breathing and trouble walking. Mm, okay. And the th- we don't know that the- we don't think the Bromeostega dug dens. That's more of a proto mammal thing. Okay. Uh, the world was ending. Literally, the giant floods, electrical skies. This this is part of the or the Jurassic when the sky was on fire in some areas. Okay. So literally hell on earth. Sky was on fire. 
Like, literally, there were sections of sky on fire. Whole forest would be gone overnight. It was crazy. It was insane. This is literally mass extinctions. Like, the end of the Triassic mass extinction was very scary. It was a serious deal. Yeah. So, how this, this is in a wetland. Some scientists paint it that the... The therapsid would grab, would dra- like grab the promostega, dragged it back, was eating it. Some people think that the, basically it was a flood, a gigantic flood was happening, uh, as like lightning was coming down everywhere. Yeah, and that the promostega forced his way into the den, uh, even though it was an injured animal. <clears throat> but he needed somewhere to go. Right, uh, and that's kind of where most people fall. And there, there's some that fall on the scale that they kind of took each other, like. It was scary. Like, literally, it's hard to paint because humans have never lived through something like this as far as we know. Right, yeah. At least anybody alive. When you look up and the whole sky is lightning and fire and gallons of, like, inches and inches of water coming down every minute. Yeah. Like, and these are this is an amphibian we're talking about. Yeah. It's scared of how much water is coming out. Yeah. So, they're both pretty frightened animals. Yeah. So, wombats kind of have a fun thing. We noticed in the Australian wildfires a couple years ago. Wombats are known for being grumpy, kind of not friendly mammals. Okay. We noticed <clears throat> wombats during these wildfires were the only things surviving. They would literally, because their bars are so deep, the fire wouldn't affect them. They'd stay in and until the fire passed overhead. Okay. There are video evidence, and biologists will argue about this, because I'm a big proponent that people don't give animals enough credit for intelligence. There was video evidence that wombats were forcing other species of animals into their burrows during these wildfires. What were they pulling them in, or like what? they were bu- like they're bullies, like they were pushing like, these small like uh, these small marsupials and stuff into their dens. There was videos of them dragging a tortoise into their den. What to, just to save it? Yeah, that's what the theory. That's what I think was happening. Yeah, is I don't know. You know, it's it's some kind of level of intelligence we don't give animals credit for. And these don't wombats don't let anything in their dens. Hmm. And then during these wildfires, there's a couple videos of them like forcing these like small. Uh, uh, wallabies and stuff like that into their dens and like pushing tortoises into their dens and like allowing oh. snakes to come in and stuff like that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And then they kicking them right out after the fire was gone. Right. <laughs> yeah. Be gone with you. So I kind of, I wonder if it's something like this, that they, both these animals were absolutely petrified of the world ending around them. Literally the world ending. Yeah. And cuddled. Yeah. If you look at the fossil, and I, I suggest everybody at home look, there's no biting. There's no like, Nobody's in death throes. And as far as we know from the bones, they weren't fighting. Right. Uh, nobody was killing the other one. They just seemed to snuggle up. Like, they were snuggled right against each other. And I wonder if each animal was taking comfort in the other. Could be that. That's yeah. what I go with. And most scientists will not agree with that. Wow, because... Yeah. They don't, we don't give animals credit for intelligence. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence. Um. Uh, it could also be like if it was a flood, they both just got there. They could have been already been dead and got pushed into whatever hole that they were found in, and you know, washed up and they slammed together, kind of, you know, by the water. And then, no, I think you're wrong. Well, I'm just saying. I think I think you're stupid. Could be. Could no, be. I I just I don't know. I see this fossil, and I suggest everybody look it up, and you can make your own judges. Well, if they want to Google it or look yeah, it up, just look up the Triassic Cuddle. Will come right up. Triassic Cuddle. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Could very well, very I mean, you well. You couldn't be have more distant animals being linked together. An armored amphibian and a proto mammal like a fox. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, you know, if you want a storybook ending, they were just cuddling. 
They were scared, and they were just keeping each other comforted. I mean, literally, I, I, we may do a whole series on this show about mass extinctions, because mm-hmm. people don't get like how scary some mass extinctions was. Uh, just listen to the name. Mass extinctions, yeah. This one, I think it was the end of the Triassic that was one of the big hitters. Mm. Like 98% of all life on the land died. That's a big hitter. Like, yeah, everything. I mean, imagine you went outside and 98% of life was gone. Like, overnight? Yeah. And the sky's on fire, and there's constant lightning, and biblical floods. You ever seen that uh, gif, or uh, not gif, but like from The Simpsons where Abe Simpson walks into the bar and puts his hat and coat on the coat rack and does one quick loop, grabs the coat, and leaves it right back out the door? Mm-mm. Okay, that's just what it reminds me of. You walk out and see that, and you turn around, and go right back in. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I I really think that like this is just one prehistoric example. Like, and, and we think of prehistoric animals of not being as intelligent as today's animals, and that's just not true. They just die. Most of these animals, like if dinosaurs would still be around, it wasn't for the meteor impact. Yeah, like they were no sign. They were around for like a hundred or what is it? 210 million years. Dang. And they had big falls and then re-rises and big falls and re-rises. And at the end of the uh, the Jurassic, they were having a big fall. Mm. And then the meteor hit. Well, wait till we bring them back. Yeah. Yeah. Bring Tra- them back. Jurassic Park's going to happen. And the, another fossil thing is that they just did a, uh, a T-Rex brain scan. They got a pretty good fossil. And they, they the name of the article is pretty inflammatory, but it's uh, T-Rex is as smart as a baboon. Okay. Because it had comparable brain density. Okay. But that doesn't mean anything. It's it's because they're not comparing body like brain to body ratio, and now we don't even think brain to body ratio is accurate. Oh, okay. Well, so what's that even mean, though? Like your brain size to your body is a good was people scientists believe was a good indicator of intelligence. Yeah. Large brain per body size. Okay. Would mean you're smarter. Like dolphins have really big brains, but they're only a little bigger than humans. Right. Yeah. And they're, lot bigger bodies. Okay. But now we don't even think that's true. That you can have a smaller brain and still be very intelligent or have by a, mass. Or have a big brain and be dumb. Yeah. Okay. Depend on how much body you have to work. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, so they they have neuron clusters. We now know T-Rex had pretty dense neuron clusters, which is a sign of intelligence, but saying it's as smart or smarter than a baboon, we don't know. It's all speculation. Yeah, everything with these... But, you know, the Jurassic Cuddle is just amazing. I really think it's, like, it made me think of wombats the first time I seen it. Because scientists are still arguing about the video evidence that we've seen these wombats doing. Like, you can look up these videos of these Australian wombats dragging tortoises. There's a video of a wombat biting a tortoise on the shell and dragging it into its den. And some of the theories uh, that some biologists that believe in this phenomena, which I don't, it's recorded. It's there. I've seen it. Like, right. To say that, I don't know. To say it's not happening. And it was different animals, different wombats doing this. Yeah. Some biologists that believe in it think it's the wombat knows that after the fire, the environment needs to go on or it won't go on. Mm. So it needs to grab other parts of the environment to, to make save. sure. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I just think we never give animals enough credit for intelligence. Right. Yeah. And that it could have literally been two animals, this Triassic cuddle. Amphibians are intelligent. I I have a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. People learn teach them tricks and stuff like that. Literally, they train oxalis, do obstacle courses and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Uh, they have some form of intelligence, and to think that literally in your little brain, the sky is on fire, 
and the amount of water coming down is destroying everything. Right, yeah. And just peace. Like, I've, I've seen chickens do it. I've seen other, like, birds take comfort into, like, a human. Right, yeah. And, like, you know, they they take comfort. I just think it was one of those things where these both of these animals were in a horrible situation. And didn't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A drastic cuddle. That's a good one. My favorite, my my favorite fossil, my second favorite fossil, is owned by the Ohio EPA. Ooh, is that a future episode? Maybe I don't know. We already did the bowfin on this series. Oh, that's true. It's an Amia calva, or no, it's an Amia carson, uh, which is an extinct cousin of uh, modern bowfin. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, it's got a baby T Rex in its stomach. Oh, we did talk about that. That's right. Yeah, they've been around a minute, a, a little bit. <laughs> but so this is way before most modern, like mo- modern dinosaurs, most big dinosaurs. Gotcha. Okay. So this is weird. Like proto mammals are weird. Synapsids, uh, therapsids were really, really weird. Those were those uh, really big, like almost saber tooth looking reptile mammals. They were crazy. Hmm. Like literally mass extinctions. And that's another thing is the only reason that the time got reset is a mass extinction. These animals didn't go extinct because they were out competed. Yeah. It's every were... time. Like dinosaurs like, would not have been out competed. They were just destroyed. Yeah, basically. And the uh, thanapsids would not have been outcompeted. Proto mammals were amazing creatures. Maybe that's why they had to be destroyed. I, I mean, the world ends. It just does. Right. Yeah. Uh, this next one is my personal belief will be sped up by mankind. Now you and your wild theories. But it's a. Ha- it just happens. It's what the Earth does. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think humans are part of the next one, which there's been other species that have been part of mass extinctions or causes of mass extinctions. Algae was one. Ooh. Killed the planet. An algae? Yeah. But that's pretty much it for Freaky Fauna Friday. So just for your positive note, I always like to end these ones on a positive note, going into the weekend and it, stuff like that. After we were just discussing mass extinctions. Well, no, the Triassic Cuddle, I think, is a good example of intelligent wildlife. Yeah. Or wildlife that needs comfort it's fossilized yeah but just remember go in your day enjoy your weekend spend time with your family relax i know the world's stressful it's scary but it's gonna be okay that's all i can tell you it's It's gonna be be okay okay. all right i've been the great and powerful mystery and i've been jay and together we were freaky fauna friday enjoy your weekend remember if it's not good by the end then it's not the end All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Freaky Fauna Friday. If you want to help the podcast grow, remember to share and give it a five-star review.